Welcome to My Runner's Mind, where we run with gratitude towards a life of happiness and gratefulness. I'm your host, Stina Turgeon, and I believe that as runners, we're uniquely positioned to choose gratitude over negativity. Running itself is so badass, and each run offers multiple opportunities to turn a potentially negative thought or feeling into a positive one. Tune in as I'll share behind the scenes of what goes into my 12-week program, My Runner's Mind, which is mindset and spiritual coaching for women runners who know that they're ready to shift away from the shoulds and ought tos in their running routine and replace them with want and desire to live a happier and more balanced life. Are you ready? Let's go! Hi friends, runners. Maybe you're dreaming about becoming a runner. Maybe you ask yourself if you're really a runner. Either way, welcome to episode 85. Before I get going on today's topic, I want to share one of the podcast reviews this show has gotten. The caption reads, Game Changer, five stars. Wish I had discovered this podcast sooner, but so grateful I came across it now. Thanks to Stina, I'm learning to change my constant negative self-talk and changing my mindset during my runs. This podcast has been a game changer for me. So I'm telling you guys, this makes me so happy to know that jumping on weekly and recording episodes for you all, information that I think is super interesting and has changed my life, impacts other people in the same way is truly gratifying. So thank you so much, Leah, for posting a review. All right, so today we're talking about what motivates us to run. Do you force yourself to run? I titled this episode, Pulled by Desire, Not Pushed by Guilt, because that's really my own transformation in a sentence. I want to share my running journey with you. And if you've been a long-time listener, you might have heard bits and pieces before. I embraced running at the age of 45. Before that, I'd had a love-hate relationship with running. On one hand, I would dreamily envision running or pounding the pavement to reality actually being that the act of running beyond, I don't know, five minutes was uncomfortable after having had two kids. It made my hips, my knees ache, and worst of all, it just made it painfully obvious that I was unfit and at least cardio-wise or at least in running. I wasn't unfit in my body, I went to the gym and whatnot, but I had spent 25 plus years using exercise as a tool to shape my body or control my body, a body that I typically wasn't truly happy with or happy in, feeling unhappy with my body and guilty for what I'd eaten were often the driving motivation to exercise both in my 20s and into my 30s, all of my 30s really. Later on, maybe in my mid-30s or so, I started appreciating my body for what it was able to do. Like, I could do push-ups, I could do squats, stuff like that. But negative self-talk was still a daily occurrence to get me to the gym or to finish the sets or repetitions. Now, mindset coaching finally helped set me free from negative self-talk and guilt. And at this time, or when that came into my life, I decided to become a runner. Now, I wanted to use it to keep fit, 
But running held this dreamlike connotation, unlike any other sport or exercise had ever done. So I decided to set some ground rules for myself so that running would feel different from any other sport or exercise I'd done before. I figured in order to run consistently, I would have to do so. So these ground rules, they're what I coach on inside my Runner's Mind Coaching. And it's also what I share here on the podcast. Basically, I'm showing you how to use your mind as your biggest ally in running so you can run smarter and happier. I realized my approach to running was different from what I saw out there. I wasn't focused on external metrics. I wasn't focused on strength training and lifting heavy in order to run better. In order to run better, I decided to create better thoughts, empowering thoughts. Thoughts that were grounded in positive language because I learned that they actually, instead of stymieing me, they propelled me forward. They propelled me into action. And I don't mean to say that you won't ever feel or say, but I don't feel like it. Although I can say it really doesn't happen very often anymore. But when it does happen, I'm okay with it too. And then I hold space for myself. It means I, I'm okay with it. I, I feel that feeling. And then I still go and do it. Because I've got my own back in a supportive way rather than a pushy, overbearing way. It's okay sometimes not to feel like it. And we can still do it. So love your runs is a three-step process that I used. And I still use it, which you're going to want to get. And I'm going to make sure I link it in the show notes for you. Now, I also want to share some sayings that I'm really leaning into this this winter. And they're literally changing my relationship, not just with running, but with myself too. And so I'm just going to kind of give you some different sayings, just phrases, sentences, and feel free to use the ones that inspire you that feels like they might be supportive and help you create a more positive thought environment for yourself. So here goes. One is carried by desire, not pushed by guilt. That's a big one for me. And it kind of sums up again, I feel some of the transformation that, that I went through. The next one is propelled by my heart, not shitted by my mind. Third one, do you seek forgiveness through a hard run? Fourth one, which is a favorite of mine, run because you love your body, not because you hate it. Ha, that's such a big one. And I'm so certain that so many of you guys can relate to it. And that like me, you've been there or maybe you are still there. Number, I don't even know what we're on now, five. Just like one mile at a time and one run at a time adds up to great distances, one positive thought at a time adds up to many positive thoughts, which changes our mind. 
literally neuroplasticity negative thoughts are like weeds in the mind and so the more positive thoughts that we can introduce and that we can hold in our mind it'll slowly weed out the negative thoughts here's number six even though you started running late in life you can still learn good technique which will improve your experience of running this one is a big one for me because I started running late in life, right? And I think maybe sometimes we just kind of assume that there isn't really anything to learn as far as running goes, that it's just putting one foot in front of the other. Or, well, that's not for us. We're just kind of casually running. We didn't used to be, you know, track runners or cross-country runners in middle school, high school. And so we don't even explore it. But learning good running form i'm just here to tell you will completely transform your experience of running and you'll experience a lot less achiness fatigue injuries so it's well worth looking into and the very last one is running is a gift not a punishment for what you ate that's another big one that i really appreciate because like I said, that used to be me when I came to exercise. I was always running, running away from something, something that I had eaten in the past or something that I knew I wanted to eat in the future. So I was out there already trying to control my body. All right, that's it, runner friend, short and sweet today. But be as diligent about the thoughts that you choose to keep in your mind as you are with your weekly trainings, training miles. So if this episode's resonated, share it on social media, tag me, reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you how this resonates with you. I'd like to tell you about a very special event I'm offering this summer. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel happier, more confident and empowered while running, I invite you to join me this summer the Running Align Body and Mind Women's Retreat right here in North Central Wyoming at the foothills of the majestic Bighorn Mountains. I'll personally work with you to help you how to take the chore out of running. The retreat will teach you that running can be a vital and enjoyable part of your life. But most importantly, the five-day in-person experience will help you connect to you. To learn more, see the link in our show notes. So if running is our practice ground and we can turn every experience into fuel, then we can transfer it to the rest of our life and positively impact our whole world. Just one run at a time.